0: In terms of like reacting to, to criticism or, or people that like it, it's, I love it. It doesn't matter who, what it is. If it's, even if it's someone that just says, this sucks, you suck, right? Which doesn't happen often. People are actually really nice. Um, but when that does happen, it's kind of funny, you know? Because I think the, the biggest thing for anybody, you know, starting out or making music or anything that's do with art so that's, that, that's starting to put it out, you need to be able to filter out hate and constructive criticism, right?
1: Welcome back to the Two Fries podcast, where we document the rise of stardom in Winnipeg's talent and personalities. If this is the first time you're listening to us, welcome. We post episodes every Tuesday where we talk with Winnipeg personalities and talk about their journey and lifestyle. If this is your second, third or fourth, or even more time listening to us, hit that follow button, Uh, turn the post notifications on. We post every Tuesday, like I said before, and also shoot us a DM, leave us comments, let us know who you want to be on the show. And we have a good one today. Well,
2: on that note, let's bring on our guest for today. He's a writer producer based out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Here to talk about the behind the scenes of music industry and as well as his own music journey. Please welcome Reed Halson. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. Man. Let's jump in right into the conversation. I know we said you do a lot of behind the scenes of music. So
0: how did you exactly start in the music industry? Uh, I love this question. I don't know why. Um, I, uh, I've been playing like drums since I was like four or something. And then I got like, you know, the little like kid set. And then I went through like five of those because I kept breaking them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, then I kind of moved on to guitar and then piano. Right. And then I took lessons for all of them. And then, um, I, when I was around 12 or 13, I think I, I, I bought the garage band like the app back when it wasn't free. It was like seven bucks or something. Yeah. And, uh, I just kept using it, and I had so much fun producing on it. Right. And, um, Yeah. It just kind of, I just kept doing that. And then, you know, the, the real instruments you could say kind of faded away a little bit. Like I still play guitar, but I don't play the drums or piano very much. This is all, I do it all on the computer. This is just the lay down ideas. Um, and, uh, yeah, that just kind of evolved. And then eventually I moved up to the computer and then that kind of brings us to today. I've been doing that for around seven, six, seven years now. Wow. Damn
1: that's a that's a long time especially at twelve. do you have like a reason why you got into it or was it just caught your interest and got you going
0: i don't even know why What what made me like want to get this app like that's it was it, the only reason i started was because i started on this like app right on GarageBand, mm-hmm. which i think we all have on our phones now but oh yeah um yeah i <laughs> have no clue why i ended up getting it but i did and i don't obviously regret it but
2: Cool. Was it just the interest of the app that got you behind the scenes of like the musical production or was it like, like a deeper meaning? Like, did you want to be the next Metro
0: booming or what? <laughs> no, dude, I have no clue. I, I didn't even know who Metro booming was when I was 12. I don't even know if he was around then. Uh, probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, I just, I saw the, I, I don't know. it's I have no clue. I don't yeah. know how I'm even here, but
1: yeah. So, so so you play a lot of instruments you, you mentioned quite a few of them or you used to at least now it's all computer-based and on midi keyboards and everything like that did you have
0: like a favorite thing that you grew up playing or like um, if- it, it started as as the drums for sure mm-hmm. when i was like like way younger right because i was just <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but now now i enjoy the guitar more that's really what i i don't like i like messing around on this thing
2: okay nice so do you work with other artists like around around the globe or is it just more locally talent that you work with um for your production wise
0: most of the the artists that i work with are actually not even from winnipeg they're you know (laughs) 16 year old wannabe soundcloud rappers that need a producer right and you know what whatever whatever pays the bills right and and,
1: yeah sorry go Go ahead ahead. Uh I was just going to say like, so you, you, is your main thing producing? And is that what you started off doing as well? Yeah.
0: I, uh, I, I, that's like my main, you know, I guess, obviously I have a day job, but that's like my main source of income from music. Right. Um, but then the, I don't know if I want to, I don't want to blabber on too much, but basically I have like Rito, which is like me, right. That's me as an artist. And then there's all the behind the scenes stuff, which is just like just production. And so one makes money and another is a business move, right? Because the more listeners I have on, on burrito, like on as me and on as the more listeners I have for me as an artist, um, obviously the more artists want to work with me as a producer, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they kind yeah. of look so
2: was it just like a solo business move that you're like, yo, I'm to jump in this music industry and grab the bag or what was I don't know.
0: Thing? I, uh, I just, I just love making music. Like it's super cliche, but it's just, it's just fun. I just, I literally, well, I hate, I hate to admit this, but I was up till like, I pulled an all nighter last night working on the song <laughs> and it's like, but I just, it doesn't really feel like, like, it feels like work and it's really, like, you know, it can get really stressful at times. But when I'm just like in the creative process of like, of a song, right. When it's still like laying down the ideas, that's, it's just so fun. It's like weirdly, it's super cliche, but it's just free, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. Super cliche. kind of cool, that's okay. we,
1: We've had, we've had other artists on this show as well. And they always say like their music is like an outlet for them. You know, they use it to either tell stories. I'm, I'm curious to see as like from a producing standpoint, do you do the same in your making beats or how does that work?
0: um now I I don't want to speak for all producers because I think a lot of them would disagree with me on this one but for me I pro- producing is just about making a good song it has really it's it's a lot less meaningful than singing or writing it, <laughs> but in terms of like storytelling and, and that sort of thing, obviously there's like it's super like it means a ton to have a good produced song right well-produced yeah. song but uh no for me most of like the 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 actual storytelling and motion comes in when I so- write songs right and that I do quite a bit of uh just for other artists but you know and some of them um but no I think with the production it's mostly just about I think people this is so corny but people can kind of hear like the passion through the music it's so corny but like, do you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh yeah. yeah. You can hear someone who's just starting out producing, mm-hmm. and then someone who's been doing it for a couple of years. Oh yeah. And it doesn't mean that there's any less passion, but you can just hear those little extra bits that maybe you, know, you kind of notice, and it's like, oh, he could have left that out. You know what I mean? But you put that in, that's cool. You know, those, those little like ear candy bits. Yeah. You know? So what was the process like for you,
2: like starting at 13, man, you're a kid, you should be playing out in like playgrounds and stuff, right? Not, not working on garage band and cooking. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> what was that process? Like, like how was that learning experience and learning curve for you?
0: Garage band. Okay. Everybody, everybody, everybody hates on garage band, obviously oh, right, right to me. So, but I cannot, rec- I can't all recommend it enough to anybody. Who wants to make music? It doesn't matter if you're just a singer, if you're a, a writer, if you're anything. It's like the greatest thing because you—that's where like you got like the the bug for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's that's that's all that like it takes really. You just need one little like thing where you can actually lay down music. Like it's mm-hmm. one thing to write a song in your notes, but to be able to or like record it in a voice voice memo, right? But to be able to like record it onto a program, even if it's like not the best one record it into a program and then you are able to hear it and edit it and change it. And then say, I don't like that part, or I do like this part. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's a whole different game. And I can think that's kind of why it just kind of works for me. I don't know if that answers your question or not, but it's perfect.
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you had, you had a background in like sort of musical instruments before going in, but I'm curious to see what, what were your first beats like? Like, <laughs> oh. like how is that? What, what's that improvement and growth been like?
0: Mm-hmm. uh I mean there's been a lot thank thank goodness <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know I feel like it's so funny because there's gonna be people from like even like early high school my my because I'm 19 now I graduated last year mm-hmm. even like grade like nine like my beats were still not very good right sometimes it just takes that like click but the the process of it is like, even if the, the creative part isn't there yet or even if the mixing part isn't there yet. Right. Cause I think those are two different, like two of the biggest parts of music. Right. You can have a really like good song, right. Something that sounds good, but it just doesn't produce and produce well. Or vice versa. Right. And that's the way it was for me. I, you know, I had cool ideas and now it's putting them down and you could hear the ideas. Like anybody who listened to it could hear it. It just didn't sound professional. And I think that's the biggest change throughout since I was thirteen to now, right? If you listen to, if I were to send you my first beat, which I don't even have anymore, I don't even know where it is. Probably on like my iPod three or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you listen to that, and then you listen to like "For You" or something, mm-hmm. or you know, it, it's just that's the biggest difference. It's not like there's any like anything more creative. It just maybe the passion grew a little bit more. That's why you hear like you know just the little extra bits that I didn't need to put in, but I chose to because it's just easy for me because it's passion. I don't know. Oh, so boring. You get know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, no, we yeah, understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm, I make a little bit of music as well. And like, oh, I, I, I know what you're saying. Right. And then I think anybody who does make music or is, is musically inclined is listening to you right now and being like, yeah, that, that, I feel that too. You know?
0: Yeah. So, so you're, you're good. You're good. Exactly. And what do you do? What do you, what kind of music do you make?
1: Uh, I would call it rap. I mean, that's like that comes under the general thing, but um, but yeah, just playing around with it right now, you know. For
0: sure. Well, you never need a producer. You know, you know
1: who. I I was just gonna be like, yo, we we should. I'll I'll hit you up after after. For sure, yeah, man. It It should definitely work. It should definitely work. Oh
2: yeah. I know, as a as a high school kid in the cafeterias, I was always doing the pen beats, right? I'm a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. killer at pen beats, bro. I, I go insane with pens. <laughs> Has that always been your creative side too? Just like making music out of anything or was it strictly? just? Um,
0: well, I don't know. I guess it's more just on the, I, I get inspiration from, well, you know what I found? Cause I used to work at Winners. Shout out to the Winners gang. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> And when I was there, like say I, it was a dead day and I was looking in the fitting rooms, there's not much people coming by. It's like, I'd like, like, I, you know, I'd be tapping the pens and stuff, right? Probably annoying all the customers. Um, but then I'd like write a whole song in that ship. And uh, I think in that sort of sense where it's making music out of anywhere, it's more like a creative thing for me. I don't know. It's like, I know it's not that deep, but if, if I'm out and about, way easier to have like creativity right i think that's for anybody right you get locked down and you know it gets a little bit harder and that's why i turn to things like like this in, or you know my computer where i have tons of sounds and i could just or i could just find like a cool like or a stupid video on tiktok and then i sample that you know what i mean and just make a stupid beat out of it and then that stupid beat turns into another good beat and then Mm. just gets the ball rolling
1: so, so, have you have you made your fresh air of stupid beats? You would say
0: I made mean, a couple for sure. Yeah, there's, there's a couple songs that me and my buddies made too. That oh, yeah. I don't know if the world can ever hear, but they're good. They're good. <laughs> they're for so sure. bad. But
1: sometimes they're just for yourself, though. You know, just sometimes, oh, just to
0: enjoy yourself. <laughs> when one of those kids on the ox and we put the hat, <laughs> it sounds <it feels> stupid. <laughs> man, oh
2: man. So you you started at 13, right? Fully started working up 19. I'm sure your friends were like, bro, what are you doing? Like come party. And you're like, nah, man, I want to be in the studio. Let me, let me, let me work on this grind. What was that like for you? Was that always like, if a song turned out good, your friends were like, yo, this is sick. And if it's like, yo, it's trash. Like what was that respect? Like, or love like for
0: you? For sure. Um, well, I'll answer the first part. Like, to be honest, I actually never really like when it comes down to like crunch time for a song that I need to get it in. Uh, in order to make a release date, right? Obviously, that kind of gets. That's when I kind of have to say like, "Sorry, I gotta work on this music or whatever." But most times, I never let it get in the way of like my personal life, I guess, because I treat it like the job. Um, and then, in terms of like reacting to to criticism or or people that like it, it's I love it. It doesn't matter who what it is. If it's even if it's someone that just says this sucks, you suck, right? which doesn't happen often. People are actually really nice. Um, But when that does happen, it's kind of funny, you know, because I think the the biggest thing for anybody, you know, starting out or making music or anything that do with art that's that's starting to put it out, you need to be able to filter out hate and constructive criticism, right? I mean, I'm sure that's the same with the podcast. I mean, I'm sure you got a couple of people that are like, you see, they see you guys doing well here. And then they're like, it's, it's just a stupid podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, whatever. But then there's some people that might say something constructive. I don't really know what that'd be. Cause you guys seem to got it down, have it down pretty good here, but um, <laughs> you know, it's just, I think that's the biggest thing for me. And I, I liked, I liked learning how to do that because even if one, like somebody said something like that was kind of shitty or am I allowed to say that? Sorry. It's all good, man. Um, even if, you know, someone said that it, and it hurt me, I'd be okay with it because it felt like I was doing something. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I don't know who it was that said this, um, but someone said, like, if you don't have, if you if you have haters, then you're doing something right. Right. And I mean, that's the most true yeah. thing ever, right?
1: Yeah. I, so, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think the way that we were, like, or at least I look at the hate and criticism is just like, Hey, thanks for listening. You took the time out of your day to either listen to this podcast or listen to my music or listen to whatever, or whatever I created. And you had an opinion on it, but you took the time to listen. Yeah. So that's what I think, but okay. So when you're, you, I'm sure you had like somewhat of success throughout high school with your, your beats. So for sure. Right. And so when people are like walk, when you're walking down a hallway and someone's like, yo, you're, I just heard your song. Like, what's that feeling? Like, especially at 13. Cause like, I don't know in high school, like there's certain, some kids are doing a lot of great things, but majority of the people aren't doing the extraordinary, right. They're not going, they're not making their own businesses or trying to do anything yeah. that way. Right. They're just going around school. Math sucks. I got to go to phys ed. you know, like that's their height of their problems. So when someone comes up to you in a hallway and it's like, yo, I just heard your song. What's that like?
0: okay, well, I mean, I could sit here and lie and say I had a bunch of success in high school and throughout middle school. <laughs> people didn't even know I made music. Most of the people didn't even know I made music till my first release under Rito, which wasn't until 2020 yeah. uh, like to, to January, actually last year of January, January last year. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but when I put it out, it was, it was really cool because, you know, there was, because you know, I kind of treated it kind of like a meme where it's like every class I'd go to, I'd be like, January 12th, it's coming out. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh brother, right? Well, <laughs> um, yeah, when I re- released it, there were people like that I don't really even talk to coming up to me and being like, hey, this is really good. Like, I'm surprised how good it is. And I'm like, thank you. Like, it means like, it, it just like, it was so cool and so nerve wracking, so scary to put the song out, like under your name that like, everybody in the high school is going to listen to. Well, not everybody, but you know they went around yeah and and people were so supportive and obviously like there was the people like i said that just straight up just hated it or just pretended to hate it whatever it may be mm. and even that felt cool to me i don't know why <laughs> it, was, it was just like yeah all right <laughs> i got haters you know <laughs> it's kind of cool
2: that scenario reminds me of our high school days
1: man when Robin's first album yeah. was coming out the exact same thing. Exact yeah. same thing. Told everyone that well, told everyone that it's coming out December 6th. Yeah. I was like, probably December 4th. I was like, Oh shit, I gotta get this going.
0: Like, yeah. 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 It wasn't done yet. <laughs> done. No, but my first release, I think I ended up finishing it like two weeks prior to release, which okay. is like it's way too soon for like, yeah. in order to market it, but yeah, whatever. It flopped, but it also people like it. So mm, yeah,
1: well, you learn. You learn, right? That was like your first release, and so you know I'm not gonna sit here and say my first release was amazing, <laughs> but yeah, know. you know that you learn, and I'm sure you've done the same as well, right? Yeah, and and you're releasing you're releasing more stuff, correct? Yeah. We interrupt this episode to bring you today's sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community with thousands of classes in design, business, tech, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in the community to learn cutting-edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. If you'd like to support the show and are interested in Skillshare, we have a deal for you. For a limited time, click the link in our social media description to get your 14-day free trial on us. It's quick, it's easy, and you can cancel at any time. Go to our link in our description to receive your 14-day free trial on us. Now back to the episode.
0: I am. But July 9th. 9th. Okay. out. I got an EP with my buddy Max. He was on 4U. Mm-hmm. Um, by now, the, uh, the track list should be already be out. Or maybe even the song might be out. If it is, just search Rito. Uh, it's, yeah. right, it's right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on Spotify and Apple Music. Or wherever you listen. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I hope people like it. It's weird to talk about it when nobody's heard it, you know? No. Yeah. It's super, I mean. It's,
1: it, yeah. It, it's three days away if, if our
0: schedule's right. So yeah, three days before it drops. Ooh, that's three so exciting days. to think about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think people are going to like it. Um, I'll probably be super nervous because I always am three mm-hmm. days away. I'll probably be like just brutally nervous, but you know, I'll, I'll play it cool. Okay. But yeah, no, I, like I think that. people are gonna like it. You know, there's,
2: uh, there's 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 always that business side to music, right? And yeah. it might be the the promotional side of things, right? Like that's what builds the antep- anticipation for your music, right? So what was that like? That behind the scenes that no one gets to see of putting your sound or music out on soundcloud or spotify apple pod, pod i say podcast because <laughs> yeah saying an apple podcast <laughs> you but <laughs> apple yeah. music,
0: you know um yeah what's that process like for you um in terms of like marketing and promotion yeah, or yeah. um well i mean a very sweet song i i, I don't really want to give away too much um just because there's stuff that you know, not to sound too sus, but there's stuff that I do that other people maybe don't
2: mm-hmm. in Winnipeg,
0: and I think it's leading to a little bit of success, you might say. I don't know; depends mm-hmm. on who you ask. Um, but other than that, it's just you know announcing it and just like it's as sim- it's as simple as just telling people, just like shoving it down their throats, <laughs> just like you know, July ninth. You know, yeah, <laughs> and and that's there's obviously a bunch of this behind the scenes stuff but mm-hmm. you know that's that's boring <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so you did you did a whole it's a it's an ep right yeah and uh, do you know how many songs are on it or not yet i do okay but are you gonna say can you say it's three days away man
0: <laughs> I, I guess so well yeah exactly no there's well the track list says three but it's it's four okay because there's like the same they're one of the songs, but it's slow and reverb. Sure. So it's just kind of more, a little bit of a vibe, you know, a late night laying uh, in your bed thing and contemplating life kind of vibe.
1: And what was the process like working
0: with, you said Max, right? Max. Yeah. Max Whoa. Edwards. He is such a cool guy, man. Okay. And him are, yeah, no, he's, he's a he's a buddy of mine from BC. I uh, When we worked on for you. I well, I was scrolling through TikTok like last March or yeah, no March of twenty twenty probably, maybe June, and uh, I was scrolling through TikTok, and then he comes up on my For You page, and then I went to his account, and then I totally like, yeah, I went full stalker to find his Instagram, <laughs> and then you know send him a DM, and then we started talking, then basically For You comes about, and then For You did well. uh, well, you know, compare... No, it did okay. It did well. I mean,
2: last wow. time I checked, it's sitting at 53K streams, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. That's so cool. Whoa. Um, yeah, Well. Okay, thank you to anybody who's, like, supported me. Wow, sorry, I'm saying that to, like, your audience, but if there's any overlap, but still, whoa. Um, and basically, yeah, no, we saw the the, you know, you could say success of that, and then we're like... Then no, he wanted me to produce a song just for his Spotify, like without me on it, just behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then I had one more song in like, like an instrumental and, and lyrics right for it. I'm like, Hey, do you just want to sing this for a demo? And he got, we got it back and then it was sent up, ended up being good. And then he just like, do you just want to release a new feed?" Or I said that. And then we're just like, yeah, sure. And then, yeah.
2: So, so- there you go. Is that what For For You is about? Like, is there a deeper meaning or was it just a link up between you and Max?
0: Uh, he wrote For You, actually. I didn't really have too much uh, involvement in the writing process of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, I do know the entire E.T. It's kind of like the story of like a breakup, kind of, a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, For You is kind of like it just ended... You don't really know how to feel. It's like, it's kind of got a happy vibe, but it's kind of got a little bit of like, eh, kind of lyrics, like, kind of like, uh, I don't know how to feel, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, I did all this for you. And then Sorry for the Pain, which is the second track on the on the EP, uh, is, that's when like the sadness hits. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, uh, you know, that's when it's like, damn, you know? Um, and then the third track is where you're like, Dude, I don't care. That's when you're like going out to like the bar with your friends, and then you're like, "That feels good," you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you around, and that's what it's called. <laughs> see you around, and then we called it "Call It Off" because that's a lyric um, in "Sorry for the Pain," and it kind of works because we're calling off the relationship. It's kind of like that's kind of the deeper meaning of the whole uh, EP, and I hope that kind of resonates with the listeners a little bit.
1: So you said that Max is over in British Columbia. So then, how are you guys? What's that dynamic like? Are you? so you're sending him in a beat and then you get back the vocals and then you hear it for the first time. What's that feeling like? And how's that, how's that relationship work? Especially from like, cause you can't feed off one another directly. I don't think.
0: Yeah, like, it you know. is. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit more of an individualized collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, obviously we FaceTime like all the time and yeah. uh, you know, make sure we're on the same page about our ideas but it's like I'll have an instrumental, send it over to him, and then he'll record the vocals, send it over back. Pretty much exactly what you said. Yeah. Um, and then if there's a couple things I need tweaking, then you know he might re-record, or I might. Oh yeah, he. It'll always be him re-recording, and then basically I end up. I pretty much always end up changing the entire instrumental because <laughs> I I just I'm like oh no this could be better this could be better and then yeah like for you when it was when it was I sent it to him it was like a completely different song. Like no similarities.
2: So what's the what's the studio process looking like for you when you're working on an EP or even like a track, right? Like are you are you in the LED lights on, hoodie up? Like Oh, I meant to put those on. Hold on.
0: Hold on. I don't even know if you'll be able to see it. Um I can't wait. Pick a color. Wait, we'll go blue because there you go. You can podcast are on. Yes. Um and uh Yeah, no. So I, uh, I work like at my day job from home, right? Across Mm -hmm. there. That that computer is like kind of, it's a little bit messy. Oops. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and then whenever I'm not working there, I just hop over to here. I just slide across the room and then I work on this computer and, uh, it, I don't know. It just, I always start with an instrumental and then get the vocals back and then, you know, I just process the vocals and then master it and everything, and then yeah, I don't know. It's kind of simple.
1: (laughs) You're doing a you're doing a lot of staring at a screen, I guess, like just like everybody else, Craig.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm so so sick of staring at the screen.
1: (laughs) But okay, how how long would you say like a total process from front to back would take you? Coming up
0: with, I take way too long. I take like for you, it took me 150 hours. Ooh. Damn. Oh, to, to the yeah. point. To the point. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, because I mean, there's a calendar on my program, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I, th- just, I you just know yeah, I just, <laughs> I just haven't marked down. <laughs> <laughs> I have a camera. No. Um, he pulls out the work stamp, saying he's yeah, like, I <laughs> exactly. got like a spreadsheet. <laughs> six yeah. days. That's six days. 6.25 days. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Quick, man. <laughs> that's, that's when it starts to get a little bit stressful and not as fun, but, <laughs> You know, it, it's worth it in the end, right? Because then you have, you know, I have something that I'm proud of that I can, I can show to, you know, my grandchildren if I ever have them, and they'll say, "Oh my goodness, what is this garbage?" You know? <laughs> it's everlasting, it's everlasting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm no Elvis. But
2: I mean, like with this whole COVID nineteen pandemic, how has that affected the music? Maybe you per prior to this right pandemic you might have had people come to the studio give you some vocals you know that whole vibe the studio vibe and yeah. now no restrictions right no one can come inside your house and no one can come in the studio how has
0: that changed up the musical process for you um it's more of a business part where it's like um uh just less clients yeah. less new clients or just any clients really being able to come in and record um that's that. That was the hardest part. I, actually, no. The hardest part was just the lack of creativity. Like going out to a bar with my buddies is like it's like obviously like yeah no it's a refresher, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or anywhere with your friends. It doesn't need to be a bar. And uh, yeah, it's not being able to do that is, or just talking to people. You know, when I was working at Winners, I was talking to hundreds of people a day, right? For just a short little bit. Yeah. And sometimes you can kind of get a sense of like, oh, that seems like a nice person or that seems like a jerk. (laughs) And even that little thing, you know, it can lead to so much more of a creative process. I don't know. It -hmm. just, I feel like it's just a little bit less emotion these days, you know?
1: Yeah. I I feel that. I definitely feel that as well. I think everybody listening also feels it drains you, you know, there's no, there's no way to like, even like, this is, this has been our outlet, like through yeah. our podcast, yeah. like just talking to people. It's a good like, one. Is, yeah. So this is like, okay, we get to at least have some sort of, you know, connection yeah. outside of
2: social blitz. interaction. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to I wanna get into like something, what you did for like your promotion side. Cause you, you also mentioned that you do a bunch of behind the scenes. We heard you did a giveaway with DJ blitz. Is that correct? I did. I yes. did. So you want to talk about, cause DJ Blitz is a, you know, a figure of Winnipeg, you know, he's, yeah, a known, he's, he's a known personality in Winnipeg. So talk, talk us about how that, how that came about
0: and what that was. He, uh, he's a bit of a, some people love him. Some people hate him these days, eh? Um, it's yeah, he's polarizing. He's, he's definitely cold. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's just started with a DM. Like honestly, most of my stuff just starts with a DM. That's how I hit up you guys actually. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. and I just, I said, here's what I'm doing. Here's why I want to do it. This is how it benefits you. And then, you know, that's kind of how it goes. And okay, sorry. I don't want to get too like preachy or advicey you or whatever you want to say. Um, but open. anybody who's trying to get anything for themselves, you've got to give it, like give the other people a reason for why it benefits them. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when I, I'm a, you know, when I hit up you guys, I didn't, I didn't just say, I want to do it because it would be good to promote my EP. I said, I want to promote my EP. I also want to have a chat, but also I think it could help expand your audience to a new group of people, to a new demographic. And that's totally. giving you guys a reason to want to also gives you guys a guest, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. So with DJ blitz, I said, I have the money. We can. Well, <laughs> you know, he's, not got saying, bang, he's got no, the bank. No, it's no, not really. No. What I meant. <laughs> we're,
1: gonna, we're gonna clip that. We're gonna clip.
0: No, that. no. Um, he's got the bank. Oh, oh, I like <laughs> such a joke. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. No. Yeah, okay. Um. Uh, yeah. No. So I. I. I said. You know. I'll. I'll supply the. I'll supply the funding. There you go. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, you can basically just gain followers off it you, you, it's like a shout out for him pretty much. Or it's more of a shout out for me, obviously, but, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah. Then we met up at Polo park. That's where we filmed the giveaway.
1: (laughs) Uh, I was like, so what was the result for that? Like, how did it, how'd it go? Did it work? Did the promotion strategy work? Did you get a return on investment?
0: (laughs) I would not do it again for, for a promotional reason. I would do it to, I would do it for other people, like for the people who entered the giveaway, cause it's kind of nice because somebody became 300 bucks richer, but it's, uh, I, you know, it wasn't quite worth it, but it was also really, it was a really cool experience. And I did think it helped a little bit. Uh, and the coolest part about it all was I had a gym teacher in my school who I didn't even talk to. I didn't know I didn't have her in my class or it wasn't in her class. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she came up to me in the halls or something and, or I was in the gym or something. She's like, hey, are you a DJ? And I was like, uh, yeah. And she's like, cause there was, there was this, my, my daughter was telling me about this DJ that goes on punk and he's all over like Instagram. I'm like, what, no way. And yeah, it was just such a cool experience. I don't know, that made it all worth it. It was just like, yeah.
2: Have you just, had fan interactions other than your gym teacher there? <laughs>
0: i don't have fans <laughs> um uh, no nobody's like come up to me and then like are you rito <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so funny. just the thought of somebody doing that is funny to me. That that just i'd be like what
1: it'll happen it'll happen
0: oh man who knows and when you're I mean, sure will. Like
1: yeah
0: i'm sure it will happen after this <laughs> the guy from Poor Eyes. But that was a guest on there. That's how people are gonna know me.
1: Okay. So, what what other strategies have you used? So, the giveaway wasn't, you know, the most profitable. What other strategies have you used that, that you would recommend to young artists or producers who want who want to get their name out?
0: Um, I guess Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that includes Instagram. Um, there, but you got to do them right. There's a guy on youtube i was talking to another winnipeg artist uh, about this actually um there's a guy on youtube his name's andrew Selford or something and he's like so good at anything to do with marketing it's like it's unbelievable what you can learn from youtube like it's it's crazy um but not a lot of people go into like the business side of things it's all about Mm -hmm. the production and he goes into like how how he runs his Facebook ads. And it's a very specific thing. And when I didn't, it, it kind of didn't give me the result that I was looking for. It helped, but, you know, it gave a little bit of a boost to for you. But, you know, most of that is just, um, just pitching the Spotify playlists. And like, mm. for any artist, just focus on Spotify. Apple Music isn't gonna, you're not gonna, people aren't gonna discover you on Apple Music. People who use Apple Music, unless, unless, the only way people are going to discover you on Apple Music is if you get on one of Apple Music's like, official playlists. And mm-hmm. that's where going to pop with you. Um, and that's even harder to do than on Spotify's playlist. So, yeah. I don't know. I just keep going on one. But basically, just pitch the Spotify playlist if you have a limited budget. Or if you don't, doesn't matter. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Facebook ads. I don't know. There's a new update that kind of makes it harder for Facebook ads. But, yes. you know.
2: I mean, I bet the grind is, is real. Like working your nine to five job and then hopping around between your breaks to the music production. What's that process like
0: for you? Um, It's, uh, I don't know. It's good because I feel like the busier I am with my music, the more I feel like I'm, I'm doing something with my music, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it makes me feel like that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm putting in the work and, and it does, it does pay off. Right. Cause then even if the song flops, you got something that you're proud of Yeah, and yeah. everything just builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So uh, in your, in your solo career, what, what is it more of like, you're producing your own tracks, I assume, correct? Yeah. And then you're also vocaling on them. I, uh, have you done, have you done any vocal work at all? Like, with
0: me being a singer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, maybe, 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 okay. <laughs> maybe. All right. All right. um, yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping soon there might all be right. a song where it's, where it's me. Um, cause I do have a couple that are, you know, they're, they're all right. Um, <laughs> but for now I'm kind of, I kind of got the ball rolling mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with dance music and the pop music and it's kind of you know i i can I can feel the momentum kind of you know I can see it it's just it's just it's going right now so I don't even want to stop that yet so. once that slows down then maybe I'll you know hit everyone with the cur- curve ball and hit a <laughs> curved on so. I'm sure everyone's I'll, I'll, I'll
1: be waiting for sure
0: <laughs> yeah me too <laughs>
1: <laughs> one day I'll wake up and be able to say many artists do that though like uh producer sorry actually the only one comes to mind but i'm sure there's more out there i think jay-z started off as producing yeah and then connie like, west Kanye west as well yeah yeah so mm-hmm. there's many artists out there yeah. who started off producing and then took their shot at yeah um, exactly. like How was
0: the creator?
1: yeah and and they're crazy successful as well yeah
0: exactly. and,
1: and they and they understand both sides too right they understand like what it takes to be a producer and what it takes to mix and master and all that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the the greatest thing about like the number one reason why I'd want to uh sing on a track, other than you know the fact that I'm able to express it exactly how I'm feeling and nobody else is doing that part for me. Um mm-hmm. it's just easier. For example, yeah. even just straight production wise, for my vocals, I can just throw on my own vocal chain on there. I don't need to make a new one for each artist that I work with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm able to promote it myself. If I were to, like, I'm not gonna film a music video, I don't think, until it's me singing on it. Mm. Um, and then I'm able to be, you know, I don't know if this sounds like selfish or whatever, but I'm able to be the focus and that's easier for marketing, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's much easier to market a face than it is I know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know, if I'm like the face, people think of the singer when they think of a band. Right. And so if I'm a singer to my own band, then it's a lot easier. If that makes sense.
2: It's, it's hard to portray someone else's personality online. Yeah. So it's, it's a little easier. Like even with the podcast, right. It's, it's kind of hard to like, Hey, we're promoting this guest, but. At the end of the day, we know we're representing two of horizon and representing the Winnipeg talent. So
0: yeah, Yeah, it
2: makes it it a little bit easier when you have a mission behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you're three days, well, by the time this comes out, you're three days away from your EP release. What's, what's that feeling like for you?
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sure I'll be feeling very nervous, but also very confident. Mm-hmm. And excited. I'll, I'll be excited for everybody here. I'm just excited now for everybody to hear it. Honestly, I, 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 I think that people are going to like it. And I think that I'm going to, I think with for you, it kind of surprised a couple people, uh, mm. to see that there was, it was levels above what I've done before. I think that's the same here. I think we have we have a track that's a little bit different. It's a slower one, uh, with sorry for the pain. And, uh, I just think it's going to be, sorry for the pain it was actually just a super fast house track. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be, so we
1: I'm excited. And, I, and I'm sure you got, you got more plans as well. Like, I'm sure this is not the end of year. We're going to be hearing from you again, hundred percent. What are, do you have any crazy goals out there? Like a five-year plan or a five where you'd like to see yourself in a couple of years from now?
0: Rich. um i uh in terms of this year is i have a couple more releases coming after this one Mm -hmm. um some with some winnipeg artists which i'm excited about and then um yeah i expect to be five years it's it's tough because i know where i want to be in you know in the end, but I'm not sure when that'll be. Sure. But the way I think about it is, you know, I have, I'm treating these years like I'm in university. You know, I'm not in university right now because I chose to, you know, go for the music. And there's, there's, you know, obviously a, that was a calculated decision. Yeah. I didn't just, I, it wasn't out of laziness. It wasn't, you know, this isn't a way out. Um, I, I'm treating it like I'm in university because university students were so damn hard. From what they tell me, uh, and uh, that's what I'm doing here. I'm I'm putting it in when I release when it's the week before I need to upload it. It's like exam week. Mm-hmm. like it's like I'm I'm working. And, uh, I forgot the question. I blabber on way too much. I'm <laughs> no, so no, sorry. No.
2: You're on a podcast. You're <laughs> no, no, that's, that's true. What <laughs> <laughs> We can
1: make this three hours if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Um, but yeah, basically five year plan. Whether it, it's so the The whole point of this is that I'm not closing any doors. So I still have the open door to become an artist, a, a DJ kind of artist, like, you know, marshmallow, a, a, even a producer like Benny Blanco, you yeah. know, I have the door open to become a singer artist, you know, like we discussed with the production and the singing. Right. Mm-hmm. Have the door open to screw the artist, screw Rito, and just focus on behind-the-scenes work if that's making me more money, which okay. right now it is. I, there's so many doors open that I'm – or there's so many doors that I'm leaving open, and that's the whole point. So there's it's really hard for me to tell where I'm going to be in five years sure. because I have so many ways to go. And that's why I'm, I'm continuing to open doors. You know what I mean?
2: Agreed. And, that, and that's really important, especially to be versatile in every – especially in the music industry, right? There's a lot of people that are just closing doors on the production side and just sticking to the music. So it's, uh, it's great advice. And this is my personal question. And I love to ask on every single podcast to the guests that we have is for that young entrepreneur or music independent artist that's out there who's trying to get into the production side of things. What are some tips that you would
0: give to them? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh, I love this. I'm having so much fun. Um. <laughs> okay, I would say again another super cliche, corny line here, but uh, somebody said the best things in life are on the other side of fear. So true. It's so true. Doesn't matter if, if you ask out a girl. That's that. For example, that's super scary. Yeah. She's gonna say yes or no. Either way, you're either gonna learn from it or you're gonna you know you got a date with this girl. Same with the music. When you release a song. Obviously, just like show it to people first. That's super scary. I almost find it scarier to show one person than hundreds of people because that's one person and they're, and obviously it's expected that they're going to give a critique or an opinion back. That's super scary. But when I send it to, say, I send it to one of you guys, so either you hate it, then I learn from it. I ask why I learn from that, or you love it. And then I have a song that I know that people might like. And I think that is something that is super important. And with any artist, doesn't even matter if it's like music, anybody who's in arts, just, just do it. Calculate it, you know, like don't just put out something that isn't well done. You know what I mean? Like make sure, for example, for music, make sure it's well produced. Right. But do it. You know what I mean? Like if you got something that you want to release it's release it. Because what's the worst that's gonna happen? Honestly, it's super cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my. No, just do it,
2: Nike. Nike, just do
0: it. <laughs> you sponsored? <laughs> you sponsored? Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Oh, that'd be great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think this is the perfect way to end off the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening, tuning into our uh, audio-only experience, as well as check us out on YouTube. We're back, um, and you can check it the podcast out on all streaming platforms and also an iHeart radio station. So check that out. We're live every Tuesday at UMFM radio station, one hundred one point five FM. And until next time, make sure to check out Rito's new EP coming on in three days. July 9th.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's go.
2: And until next time, peace.